so what does your like marketing funnel look like right now? Are you mm -hmm. guys doing like call to action to a landing page, then yep. book a call with somebody? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, pretty much on the paid side and mm -hmm. referrals, anything they're, they're going through pretty much the same funnel, but it's, it's usually going to be some form of ad or introduction, mm -hmm. whatever it is. VSL, nine mm -hmm. minute free training, disco call, you know, and that's a pretty value add console call. Cause usually people come in not, not knowing a lot. Yeah. And so before they're even like genuinely qualified to buy from us, we need to make sure they understand how does this work? What are the points worth? All that stuff. And then sales call. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's basically the funnel. And, and, and then who's overall. taking sales calls? You guys have salespeople that are doing that yeah. right now. Yeah. We'll still take some closing calls and stuff, but we mm -hmm. have a, we have a sales team. We're bringing a couple of new reps on as well right now. Nice. Yeah. And so how'd you find those salespeople? Honestly, most of our, one of the cool things, actually, we talked about this pretty much all of our team came to us. Oh, inbound. So it was really good. It was like people that were fans or followers. They saw us speak. They saw us at, you know, different events or they saw us on Instagram and they reached out to us. And then there's people that kind of like kept them in the loop for a long time and ran a hiring funnel. We're like, you know what? This person that reached out to us is the best fit. So mm -hmm. there's been a couple where it's been a more traditional hiring funnel, mm -hmm. but for the most part, you know, the brand really attracted the right kind of, uh, person and, and having that interest in travel, having the interest in the point side, just f is a culture fit off the bat, mm -hmm. right? So that helps a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And yeah. what you mentioned is exactly what we do, we do as well, where it's like when you have a lot of content that's already out and you've already built this brand, you're automatically going to attract the right people who want to work with you. And they're already going to be culture and values fits from the get go, mm -hmm. which I think is so important. And I think like if there are already a full list of reasons as to why you should build a personal brand. Like that's another one. Totally. Right? Obviously like the inbound leads and uh, you guys already have this brand. So even if somebody sees your YouTube ads, then they go look at your channel. They're like, okay, this, this guy's legit. They're putting out mm -hmm. content and it just cred. adds credibility. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You have the street cred. Yeah. So yeah. I, so do you feel like you could have built your business the way you have, if you didn't take the time to like actually put it in, in the time into the personal brand? I mean, you can speak first on that one, but yeah, I mean, you go ahead. I, I don't think so. Cause I said at the end of the day, it's like, you know, there's lots of people in the space. There's lots of mm -hmm. you know, just in the points in the trail space in general. But like, you know, if you were to line everybody up and be like, oh, I think this person helps with that, but mm -hmm. see what they're actually doing. Yeah. Well, you're going to pretty quickly be able to pick us out of the line and be like, well, these guys are like, mm -hmm. they're doing like, they're doing it. Like, yeah. They're doing it like, holy doing it. Um, so I think just building that in the sense of, you know, we don't, talk about it you know we don't talk the talk we walk the walk mm -hmm. and i think building that where you know obviously we have ads sometimes where they don't that person doesn't know who eli and i even are mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden once that connection's made beyond that a we or you know what we're offering already grabbed their attention and then to be able to have this asset being the personal brand to back onto whether that's before the call during the call after the call it's like oh okay like this whole this whole credit card point, it's not a scam. Like this is, yeah. this is real. Like mm -hmm. they're doing it. Yeah. And so are our clients. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I would, I say, I think building the personal brand, maybe we could have done it potentially like without uh -huh. that. But the, the key behind the personal brand was that to Tommy's point, we were living it and we are living it. Mm -hmm. And to me, that not only helps showcase the brand from a lead generation, but internally with the culture. It's like, if, you know, when you guys do a bunch of incredible deals in real estate, like mm -hmm. you're jacked up and the team feels it and they're like, these guys know what the fuck they're doing. Like, Exactly. You know, it, there's a whole energy to that. And for us, it's like when you start to do some of these trips and you know how epic the redemptions are and the experience, and then you bring that to the team, the, the team just has this like legit, we know what we're doing feeling. Mm -hmm. And I think that is probably just as important as 
having a good appearing social media. Oh, for it's sure. It's kind of the confidence that comes from the work behind the scenes in that. Oh yeah. yeah. Well that, and I, you know, obviously there are people out there that might be posting stuff that they're not actually living. Right. Right. But in terms of, but when you are legitimately posting, people can see the authenticity sure. behind mm -hmm. it where you're like, mm -hmm. okay, like this guy's, this guy cannot be on all these trips all the time yeah. if he's not actually like doing something. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I love that. So pivoting a little bit, like where, what's your favorite airline? Just like across the board. Oh, I mean, I've, I've flown I probably a hundred different <laughs> ones. Um, so like, you know, when we're talking about first class here, I mean, uh -huh. most of you are thinking like, oh, you know, I flew first class on American or United. Yeah. That's like domestic first mm -hmm. class. Yeah, it's not, that's not There's a whole other realm that we're talking about in terms of a true, true first class. This is the Dom P. Mm -hmm. This is the caviar. This is the fully enclosed suites. So um, the Middle Eastern Airlines being mm -hmm. like Emirates and Etihad, mm -hmm. uh, even Qatar. Insane. Mm -hmm. There's even a couple of um, like ANA is Japan's, one of Japan's airlines. Yep. Dude, the experience is like it, it, you are just pampered from the second. I mean, you can't even lift a finger. Like it almost gets to the point where you're like, no, no, like seriously, I'm good. I've got everything I need. <laughs> like, oh my God. But having that kind of travel experience, that's that's when the switch turns on. Mm -hmm. When you're sitting in this fully enclosed suite, you got a 14-hour flight and you don't want it to end. Yeah. That's when all of this stuff, that light bulb, you're like, oh, mm -hmm. that's why I was using that card. And that's a $14,000 flight. But you just put your groceries on an Amex Gold card, and now you're now you're having this travel experience. So, mm -hmm. I mean, Emirates Emirates is probably the favorite, and then Singapore and Etihad are my mm -hmm. my second. Yeah, yeah, I would pick Emirates as well, and particularly like so. There's only what like five airlines that have an in-flight bar around there. Yeah, give or Maybe take five. So yeah. there's there's that experience, right? And uh, one thing we did really cool last year. So every year I host an annual entrepreneur ski trip, and we basically like rally up the crew and we're like, oh, that's we're sick. going. So last year was in France. Okay. And there's actually a route because most people think Emirates, okay, they're out of Dubai. I don't want to fly out of Dubai all the time. It's mm -hmm. like, well, they actually fly it on, it's called a fifth freedom route, but this is when an airline flies between two countries that are not the originating country. Mm -hmm. So Emirates will actually fly from New York to Milan. So we flew that and they have this double-decker plane with the whole, you know, the shower for first class, but in business class, you get access to the, it looks like the James Bond bar. Yeah. So we had, yeah. we had 25 of our friends, Jack, who was on their show before oh, yeah. was there too. And we had 25 of our friends on the in-flight bar during the flight. Oh, and that's so like, a yeah. So when you ask like favorite airline, I, I think about that moment. I'm like, that was like mm -hmm. a defining life memory making moment. And so Emirates has the, uh, <laughs> has, has my heart in that <laughs> one. Yeah. It was straight out. I mean, it was straight out of a movie. Yeah. And obviously we use points. Mm -hmm. I think, Maybe there was a couple scenarios where like maybe somebody bought an economy ticket and then we upgraded, but yeah. it was twenty plus of the crew all on points where that would have been I mean well over a hundred thousand, yeah. Yeah, a hundred thousand dollars worth of wow. travel that everybody, you know, just drinking our Kool-Aid, they got their points and we, you know, helped got not only planned the trip, but then got everybody on their points, got mm -hmm. the 10X win and talk about like a memorable travel experience. Yeah. I mean, so how on. much of a did did you have to do points plus any dollar amount or was it all straight? points for the most part. Yeah. So I would say, you know, anytime you're booking these, these points flights, we mm -hmm. talked about transferring them out. There's always going to be some kind of little small tax fee fuel surcharge. For sure. Um, in this particular flight, I want to say it was about a hundred dollars flat. That's so crazy. it was set. They've increased it since then, but it was 72,500 Amex points mm -hmm. plus a hundred bucks. This was oh. a four or $5,000 flight. Wow. So that's crazy. Cause I remember I'm like kicking myself because like I, when I, when I flew to Greece and I was like, talking to you guys about it, I think I spent probably like about 100,000 Amex points and I still had to like throw some cash. Mm -hmm. And we flew, um, 
Well, it was like, it was Delta's like, sol- I forget what it is. Delta it, one. It, yeah, exactly. Okay. And so, and it was nice and it was like a great time. Was it the bed or was it the recliner chair? Um, it was, it wasn't the, it was like the reclining, like it was like a bed basically, but it wasn't like the, the suite. I didn't okay. get, I didn't okay. get, I didn't get the door, but it was like a lay flat. Okay. Chair. So okay. they all have, yeah. this is one of the kind of annoying things with some of these airlines. They have different names. Like Virgin yeah. calls it upper class. Delta one is like their first class with the bed and suite. So exactly. they, you probably flew like the premium select or what they yeah. call first class sometimes. So exactly. Yeah. 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 And, it, and it was still great. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like yeah. It was a cool flight, but I still ended up spending like another like three, 4,000 to go. And it's for two people. So it was like, yeah. yeah. So again, I'm like for 72,000 points, yeah. you got a yeah. way better experience. Well, so I was just going to say, so with going to Greece, Emirates also flies from Newark into Athens. Yeah. So with that 150,000 Amex points you had, that mm-hmm. would have covered basically one round trip ticket Wow. Had we taken those points, uh-huh. transferred them to Emirates and booked up the award chart. That's so funny. So, you know, don't, yeah. don't worry about what we did in the past. Worry about, yeah. hey, I'm not, we're yeah. going to do it this way next time. The good news is I spend a lot of money. So I was going to say, so the cool part about that Emirates thing too. So think about this, right? Uh, so 72,000, 72,500 points for that ticket. Yeah. Okay. If you were spending on social media ads and you had a card like the Amex Business Gold, which mm-hmm. earns four points per dollar on ad spend. Yeah. And you spent $20,000, which... If you spend 5K a month, that's four months. Yeah. Right. That's 80,000 points. So mm-hmm. that one car change for four months of ad spend gets you that ticket over there. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Like business owners are already doing the hardest part of this because mm-hmm. they're already spending money every day in yeah. their business. And so you make it just a couple tweaks to the cards and a couple tweaks to how you use the points. 